Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Derek Saul. Derek Saul is a personal finance expert. He has a bachelor's degree in finance and a master's in business. As a finance manager in a corporate world, he regularly identified and solved problems at the C-suite level. Today, Derek isn't interested in helping big companies. Instead, he's helping individuals win financially. One email, one article, one person at a time. Derek loves to talk about personal finance. Unfortunately, most people don't want to chat about their salaries and questionable spending habits. So he started talking about all things finance online through his website. It was an immediate hit and remains a prominent personal finance site today. Well, good afternoon, Derek. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is awesome. Thanks for making the time. Today is a little bit easier because we are in the same time zone. You're hailing out of the great state of Michigan. Hopefully, maybe you're actually, you're probably an hour ahead. But in any case, Derek, let's just jump right into the questions here. Let's talk about your career in finance, a senior financial analyst, a board member. Now you're the founder and personal finance expert of Life and My Finances. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, I think for starters is all throughout my career, I felt like I wasn't doing it well. So shout out to anybody that thinks like they're stuck in their career and they can't advance and they can't figure it out. I think all of us, we just want to advance so much faster than really what's necessary or or what we're able to do. So I actually started in school for an engin- like for an engineering degree and flipped it to finance. I graduated in 2008 when all the banks are closing. So finance wasn't necessarily the best pick. So I was continually like struggling against the environment, the economy, even myself. But to advance, and I definitely did advance, I got up to a finance manager actually in corporate and then now founder of a website. But I'd say one of the main things that I discovered was, and kind of accidentally, was just get the right mentors around you. Like obviously you want to be proficient in what you're doing. You want to, to do the best at what you do. But you also you have to get the right people around you. Sometimes it might be entirely by accident, which was in my case occasionally. I'll give you a quick story. I was at a company. I had somebody approach me and just ask me like, hey, I'm, I'm part of this mentorship group. Would you want to be included? Um, I, yeah, definitely. Like I'd love a mentor. Turns out it was only for women, but they figured out and they partnered me up with somebody I'd never heard of. And it turned out to be the CFO of our company. Like it was just this bizarre setup. And then along the way too, I've In realizing that, I set myself up with different directors and VPs of different areas that I was interested in. But it really opened my eyes to like, you know, if you get the right people in your corner and you let the right people know how aspirational you are, how how hardworking you are, what you're what you're looking to do in your life and your career, and for them to guide you is number one, they can kind of pull you into that direction. But number two, you can also see from their lens as they lead and guide you what you need to do to get there. So that's huge. So get the right people in your corner, create that network around you. And we've all heard that, but it's not always the easiest to understand why or, or who to reach out to. But hopefully, you know, what I've said really resonates and gets you, gets you going on that. So from that, I'd say is just follow your interests. Don't be afraid to dive into different things, even if it's not part of your, your so-called like what you're supposed to be doing for work as part of your detail. If something interests you, like dive into it. Maybe you won't get paid to do it, but dive in, show interest, expand your breadth and your knowledge and what you're looking at. And it can advance you in your your corporate career, which it, it did in my case. But also in my case, it advanced me into a totally separate venture, which is a website and personal finance. And I'm the, the founder of, of my own company. So it can take you into places you'd never even imagine. But number one, yeah, networking. Number two is just follow 
follow your passions, follow what inspires you. Just continue to poke and dig and learn. Just be a continual learner. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. And, you know, I repeat this every podcast, you know, everybody's got a unique story and they bring something to the table here for our audience. And so I do appreciate it. And this is really segueing to my next question to you, because you do have an incredible journey. Let's talk about your company, what you've done, your amazing story around your personal finances from being tens of thousands of dollars in debt to be completely debt-free by age 29. In fact, making that hit that seven figure mark. What are you sharing with people today and your hope with your message? Yeah, my story, it's a really interesting one. And again, it's just a testament to the fact that everyone's different. Everyone's going to have a different avenue. But I think altogether, all my debt uh, paid off $116,000, I think is what it was. It was some student loan debt. I actually had debt from a divorce, which is, again, a whole other story. And then from one of my first houses that I purchased, obviously in mortgage debt, paid that off all by the age of 29. And all that was even without a six-figure income. Like I was making, I think I I started my career in the $30,000 area. And by the time I was 29, I was probably at the making 60,000 a year. So it's not like you know, a lot of times you see on social and Instagrams, like all these things, like people do these big things. Well, it's because they're making, you know, 400 grand a year or something. And you just think, well, that's just them. I can't do it. But I've done it on far less. It's possible. So how did I do that? I think is the main question. And what I'd really like to share is like, there's what I've discovered. There's basically three main, there's three emotions that drive action. So it's, it's greed, it's fear, it's anger. If people are are greedy, they want money. Like that's one one way that people just get super wealthy and rich. I don't think that's most of us. I was driven by the others though, fear and anger. So the one was I remember sitting at my at my desk, and that's when I was living in Florida, kind of on my own, trying to figure out how to make it on my own, and realizing that I'm going backwards financially. I literally had just looked at my Excel sheet and put all the numbers in and realized like my my savings is depleting every single day. And then getting yet another bill in the mail that I didn't expect. Uh, that drove me to pay off all my student loan debt, just because I knew with the student loan debt, I wouldn't be able to make it. And then anger was was the second way that I paid off debt. So was the divorce. I didn't feel like it was fair. I was angry about it. It, it caused me to pay uh, my ex money, which was even more infuriating. So anger can drive you. So realize like where you're at, what you aspire to do. And hopefully you don't get to these extreme emotions of you know, fear or anger, and that drives you. But just realize like where you are in your life, if something is a bother to you, if something is irking you in some way, like pay off the debt. If that's what's bothering you, pay it off. And that can really be a huge driver to succeed in that category. So that's how my story started on the personal finance end and what caused me to start my website and help others. And I really believe anyone can do it. You just put your mind to it. Your brain will figure it out. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. And usually people do need to hit like rock bottom, right? Or they mm-hmm. hit some sort of emotion that drives them to do what they they do. So thank you for the story. Derek, so we are a technology platform and podcast. We focus on emerging tech. So we always ask our guests whether they're a technologist or not, if you're leveraging any of this new and emerging technologies in your business. And if not, is there uh, maybe a cool tool or app you found useful you could share with us today? Yeah, we're starting to. So in writing, obviously, the the big thing you're hearing all about in all the news right now is just AI and chatbot and all these things. So we're mainly personal finance. Um, our, our site, Life My Finances, mainly we're 
recommending, advising people on like, how do you get out of debt? And maybe what should you invest in? How do you look at retirement? So it's purely informational. So we're writing a bunch of posts around that. And one of the main things around writing is AI. So is that good enough yet? Yeah, we we dug into it. We're looking at it. We realize that you know tech is is changing the world, and for any companies that aren't diving in and utilizing tech, they're going to be left behind. But also, we realize that there are times where people have fully embraced tech so much so that it's actually hurt them. So we're trying to stay out of either camp. We are using some different chats just to set up, like just to help us research. I, I found that they're good for that. For, for seeing you know what else is out there on the web or for for outlining for writing it's not quite there yet I mean if I read chatbot all day like I would just go crazy because it's just it's still very formal or if you try to make it not formal it's it's pretty ridiculous so it, it's not there I would much rather have a human write and that's exactly what we're doing we're writing all of our pieces again we're using the help of chat with research and outlining which is great but as for writing the human touch is just is more so than anything that that chat can do right now. That's what we're experiencing. That's what I've seen into any particular programs yet. I don't have any specifically that I'd say like these knock it out of the park versus any others. We're still in kind of the exploration mode on those. Thank you. It's always helpful. And, you know, believe it or not, people want to understand what you're using or leveraging or found to be helpful in your business. So thank you. Derek, last question of the day. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those listening to grow their career in either finance or entrepreneurship? Yeah, finance rings a bell with me. So I mentioned it earlier where I felt like I wasn't progressing. I wasn't growing in my career. And I feel like I did it wrong when I was younger. And obviously I'm, I'm in a decent spot now. So, so you can take whatever path you want and you can get to where you want to go. But if you're young in your career, especially in finance, I'd encourage you to get into the detail of, of finance and accounting. So that's the one thing. I, I loved business. I love finance. I didn't love, you know, balance sheets and cash flow statements and income statements and really diving in the details. But to understand the broad scope of business and finance, and even as you get into entrepreneurship, like it's it's helpful to know the details of accounting and finance. So most of the people that really advanced well in their career and advanced beyond me in the corporate world, they started in public accounting. So they started at like the, they call the big four firms where you're actually going around to different companies and, and perhaps auditing them and looking deep into their books and, and making recommendations. And with that, you work a ton of hours, you get paid pretty well, but you also really advance in your career coming out of that, I found. So that's an area I didn't go into. I kind of wish I did. And it's something you can definitely do when you're younger. It's harder to get into when you're older just because of the time commitment and the travel commitment. But that's that's definitely an area in finance that I'd recommend going into. If you, even if you don't like it, it really sets you up for really cool things later in a finance career. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. That's uh, awesome. And we do occasionally get a finance person or CFO on the podcast. And mm-hmm. We appreciate that perspective for sure. So Derek, it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Yeah, thanks so much, Brian. Bye for now. Bye.